Throne of Amber is a production of Simulacra Studios. If you'd like to support the show, please visit our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash simulacrastudios. Also, please give us a five-star review on your podcatcher of choice. Now, let's get back to the story. Cammy and Val, you've made your official contacts and, and sort of set wheels in motion. You know that your your next big push as far as the political end of things is going to be taking place in the morning. So it's it's sort of reached evening time. Do you guys have anything that you're wanting to do in the evening? Um, I'll now reach out to my mom, but I don't need Cammy around for that. I, in fact... It might be better if I don't have anyone else really around for that. Okay, so you two are going to go your separate ways. Uh, Cammie, are you going to be taking anything? Doing anything in specific? Nope, not really. I think I'm actually just going to have her uh, rest and maybe go back to poking that one Trump, just to see if maybe maybe something will happen. All right, noted. So, Val, you pull out uh, your Trump of your mother. Contact, it comes... Sort of in a medium time between your first attempts to get Merlin in contact and a normal contact. But eventually it comes. And this sort of pale, wispy, sort of silk-skinned thing confronts you. Val, my dear, I've been wondering when I was here. I've heard such things. (sighs) Good evening, Mother. Well, actually, I don't know what time it is over there, but it is evening for us. It's, it's red, red sky. sky. It's been a very, very busy set of turnings. I imagine you've heard the news. Do you need an official confirmation as well? No, no my dear. Uh, the House of Helgrim does not need uh, to have permission from anyone to learn the things that it learns. Oh, I didn't think you did, but I didn't know if perhaps I should. So, is this uh, a social call, or do we have business to discuss? Might be a little bit of both. I, I know it's been a while, and I haven't exactly burned bridges, but I haven't really been keeping contact with most of the family and chaos. But um, I wanted to at least check in, see how you are, how you've been taking the news. Oh, well... It certainly is the talk of the town. Of course, our our king has made it clear that uh, we are not to get involved in the affairs of the House of Amber. It is for your family to sort out. And I hope to be able to help my family sort this whole thing out. I see. Well, of course, we are family. Oh, yes. That hasn't changed, even though we haven't spoken in some time. So, one could say that it is a matter of my family as well. And that might be another reason that I thought I should open up some doors again. Just think of the power that could be if there was more than just one bloodline on the throne. That has been an ambition of quite a few here. True. Uh, It has also been an ambition to lay your land low, but that is that that has become an unpopular 
sentiment while Merlin is on the throne. Yes. But I can foresee quite a bit of opportunity in these turnings. Oh, yes. I think this is a fast opportunity that we would be foolish to let go. So, what would the House of Helgrim do to facilitate a peaceful and calm transition of power? That is a damn good question. I'll tell you what. Why don't you make certain that it would not be seen as a hostile act for a delegation of Helgrim to come to Amber for a time? I think we could arrange that. That actually seems like it might be a little bit more um, welcoming on our behalf if we had some friends across the sea come to visit. We, of course, would not wish to see, have such thing be seen as an act of hostility or oh, no. interference, but if such a thing could be arranged, I would be willing to make my way over there as well as some members of my household. I'll see to it. I think that doesn't sound like a bad idea, well, regardless of what happens. Excellent, excellent. Well, be in touch, dear. I certainly will. Lachlan, you are making your way through the shadows. You are... The going is hard. You're you're seeing the same thing that Bordishan and, and Imogen have seen. You're following a storm. But the way through the water is... It has its ups and its down. But you're a competent seaman, and you're able to make quick work of things. Eventually, you sort of feel the hell ride taking you closer to land. And at that same time, you begin to feel the shadows become more chaotic. You, you're familiar with the Shadowlands of Chaos as well. You know that you've crossed the boundary from the Lands of Order to the Lands of Chaos. What are you doing to counteract this new element to your Hellride. Hmm. Well, uh, do I think that the storm is is kind of, think of it like a hurricane. Is it more like it, it, I and him are in the center of it and it's swirling around him? Or is it more like he's moving forward and he's sort of a wake, behind, a storm wake behind him? You think it's something that's, that's in his wake. So um, if I was to somehow be able to get ahead of it, I would counter it. I wouldn't have to, I would not be dealing with it. The storm itself doesn't seem to be giving you much problems. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just it. Uh, it's the fact that you know, you know, the sea occasionally turns to acid, yeah. and your boat begins to get eaten. Okay, you have to deal with the occasional tentacled mass that uh, that it makes an encroachment. You know, the waters of chaos are very chaotic. So I'm wondering. So what I want to know from you is, how are you dealing with these new factors that are not of your working? Or the or your the working of your goal. Yeah, actually, I have I've, I think I got it. Um, at least for the more extreme and more dangerous effects that would have on the sh- ship and where I'm trying to go, I do have the power word chaos negation. So bring sort of like these moments of like severe stability in mind, so that I can get past it until it changes again, and then start like moving the probability around. With judicious application of that power word, you're able to sort of put up bulwarks here and there. And actually, the, as you do that, as you sort of 
push your way through these veils of chaos. You actually find your passage easier and easier. You sort of slide onto a track that's taking you closer and quicker to where you want to go. And eventually, you see land. Okay. Uh, you, you actually see, in the distance, sort of the hazy shape of a large plateau okay. that sort of slopes down to a beach. So I'd have to go to the beach to get up onto the plateau. So you, you pull your ship into into this little cove and disembark? Yes. Okay. British and Imogen. Like I said, you've found sort of an orderly path through the chaos, kind of like a, a marble making its way to the center of a funnel, and you sort of see off in the distance through a strange dark forest uh, you see a large plateau that seems to be your destination. Does it feel like we no longer need to shift? You probably need to shift a little bit just to sort of get yourself on into into the shadow proper, but you, you think the conditions are very nearly right. Well, just to stay at the ready, I'll get my bow handy and knock an arrow. I won't draw it, but I'll knock it. And I say we keep riding. I'll look towards Imogen and nod and just kind of take off. Okay. All right. So you ride, you ride, you're shifting the shadows. And just as you feel like it's getting right, you feel your capacity to work shadow stop. Shadow is no longer mutable to you. And Lachlan, you, you, once you sort of get onto the beach and you find a trail that seems to lead up to the plateau, you feel the same thing. Uh, you feel your capacity to work shadow negated. I And so both of you wind your ways up this sort of very rough, not, there's no works like pathways or stone or anything like that. It's all sort of natural trails. You both find your way up this plateau. Bodhishan and Imogen, as you sort of crest the last rise, uh, you see the healthy young tree uh, sort of is the first thing you see as you sort of crest the rise. Whereas Lachlan, you come around and you, you don't you don't immediately see that same tree. Uh, but each of you come up on opposite sides of a blue-green shimmering pattern. Oh, I see. Do we see each other? You see two figures on the other side of the pattern, and Imogen and uh, Bordishan, you see a figure on the other side of the pattern. It's it's just just far enough that you can't make out the details of the of their faces. But is it light enough where I can see the colors of the person on the other side? You can you can sort of make that out. And the the the, the rain that's coming down, the, the, there's a full on storm coming down on this pattern that is, uh, is is making things hazy. Well, hells. Keeping the arrow knocked, but just, you know, holding it in place with one hand. I presume there's a big tree near the beginning of this there pattern, There is, in right? fact, a very large, healthy young tree. Uh, where is that in relation to where... Imogen and I got up to the top of the plateau. You are very close to where that tree is and where the beginning of that pattern So I'm very far from it? You are You are on the opposite end. Of, of, what, of, yeah, is, of the am I of the on pattern. the closer end of the, the start of the pattern? or is No. Okay. Bordishan and Imogen are very close to the beginning of the pattern. 
and you are basically as far away okay. from the beginning of the I'm pattern gonna as you can get. I'm going to start walking towards, and I, I slip my hand into my, my one of my pouches, and I pull out um, Max's trump and start making contact. Okay. What are the two of you doing? Hell, I'm going to walk over to the tree and say uh, your uh, progenitor sends his regards. I'm going to go with him to the tree, yes. Uh, Lachlan, you see the two of them head to the tree. This is greetings. Uh, thank you. Um, we've never met before. Uh, my name is Bortchen. I am you, a... You are of Amber, I can tell. Yes, a grandchild of uh, Oberon. Um who you've never met, I presume. Corwin has told me of him. Yes. Um, th- well, that's awful nice of him, actually. Hold just one to... second. Max, you are concentrating greatly, and your concentration is diverted slightly as you feel a trump contact. So how possible is it for me to keep this going while in- initiating trump contact? You think you can try, but it's a pretty k. You're you're in you're in the midst of some very delicate and not so necessarily dangerous, but it would be easy to lose your concentration on either one of okay. these tasks. Um, try to do both. So, with that in mind, I am going to, you know, sword in one hand, <laughs> sword in one hand, deck of trumps in the other. Going to actually, um, basically one at a time, focusing primarily on the the spell that I'm casting, but one at a time, very deliberately, thumb through each trumpet until I make, until I touch the one that's trying to contact me. So, Lachlan, contact is coming very slow. You feel kind of a static. What are you doing? I saw them going to the tree, right? Yeah, they seem to be. At is this plateau completely flat and no cover whatsoever? Other than it is completely completely flat. Where's the beginning of the pattern? Uh, beginning of the pattern is very close to the tree. So, are you moving or are you staying put? I was going to try to move. Okay, so you are making your way around. Yeah. It, it doesn't really matter which way you go; it's about the same distance. So, and... while the two of you are talking with the tree, you see the uh, the figure begin to make its way around um, the pattern. Question. Do mm-hmm. I feel that the, the, the jewel is here? Like, this is the center? This is the nexus? You, all, all of you feel that this is where the trail ends. You do not necessarily feel the presence of the jewel, but this is where your shadow, where your hell rides have taken. So it's somewhere in relationship to all of this. I said what I said. Max, eventually you come to Locke's trump. And you you feel kind of a a, a tingle and a twitch. I pull it up, and I say, Locke, divining. I'm here. I'm at Corwin's pattern. Now or never. So, at the tree, um, I have uh, not had as many visitors in this amount of time as uh, ever, really. What, What do I owe the pleasure? Well, we were concerned about the safety of Amber since Random left and took the jewel with him. I presume he passed this way. He did. He passed... Is, did did he take a path that we can follow that you can help us on? Are you of the blood of Corwin? 
I am not, unfortunately. Then you cannot go where he has gone. That's what I was thinking. I don't know. <laughs> there is a method that I... If you are uncertain, I can determine it. I need portion of your blood upon my roots. I can try. I'll take out like a paring knife or something and like cut my finger. Cut your finger and and drip a few drops of blood into the roots. It sort of you see it absorbed very quickly. You are not of his blood. That would make sense. We just, no one knows who my mother is. Well, that would be very surprising. I don't put anything past my father. Lock and Max, so you are in this contact, and you are making your way around. I know what I'm doing. Okay. I'm going to palm his card, Max's card, into my sleeve, so I'm always, I'm, I'm keeping the contact open, so at the moment's notice, I can pull him through when he's ready. I'm going to go, because of that, since I'm kind of going silent, and he can kind of perceive what's going on, I'm going to go over to these two. Okay. Um, all right, yeah, you you continue your way around. You're maybe about halfway to the um, the midpoint. You're, you're about halfway to the tree. And by this point, you the, 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 the three of you can identify all of you. Well, cousins, I see we've come to the same destination. It's good that you made it in one piece. I don't think we'll be able to bring the jewel back to Amber. Why is that? That, that would be a damn shame. Well, I'm guessing it's on the other side of Corwin's pattern. Can you not walk it? That would be what I expect as well. Well, interesting. Well, there is a possibility to walk it as he just gestures towards it. By all means, go ahead. Certainly, go right ahead. He gives you a very wary look. So I won't stop you. Max, your attention is a little distracted right now because you're sort of seeing this stuff happening on the other side of a contact, you're maintaining this spell. You do sort of cross a threshold in your scrying. And you see... You see past the battle. And what you see is a sort of... You see the landscape as a desert. You know, calm, serene, unblackened. You see the sort of this big cave mouth uh, in this mountain. Um, with uh, a large gated bars across it. And you see a brilliant flash of a very familiar hue of red. And there's a pulse of power that sort of radiates through the spell. And your concentration on this... You can no longer maintain your concentration on the spell and the Trump contact. You're going to have to choose. Um, would it be possible for me to get out one very quick message before I set her contact? You can try, yes. Keep them talking, Locke. Gotta go. And that's where we'll leave the story for now. Throne of Amber will return in two weeks for the next chapter. Throne of Amber is a production of Simulacra Studios. If you'd like to support the show, please visit our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash simulacrastudios. 
Our patrons receive a whole shadow's worth of supplemental and behind-the-scenes content for all of our other campaigns. If you have questions, feedback, or just want to say hi, you can contact us at SimulacraRPGs on Twitter. We here at Simulacra Studios and Throne of Amber love fan art. If we've inspired you to create any, please tweet it our way, and it will likely end up in the illustrated version of this show. While you're waiting for the next chapter, the cast of Throne of Amber have some excellent projects that we'd love for you to check out. Kelly and I co-host a podcast about women in gaming called the Glitter Dice Podcast. You can find it on your favorite podcatcher, or you can visit us on GlitterDice.com. If you are interested in hearing more about role-playing games, you can find Scott and I, as well as our good friend Ryan, on the Polyhedron Podcast, where we dig deep into role-playing news, discussion, and hold interviews with gaming industry professionals. You can find it anywhere podcasts are distributed, and check out our Patreon at patreon.com polyhedron. Links to those and other exciting projects will be in the show notes. Please check them out. In the meantime, from all of us at Throne of Amber and Simulacra Studios, we'll see you in the shadows. <laughs>